Hello and welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I am delighted to welcome as our guest today, Mimo Franzoni, Vice President of Merchandising at Longos, and Brianna Shells, Marketing Director at Stemilt. Brianna, Mimo, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today, and welcome to the podcast. So to bring our, our listeners in on a little bit of background for this call, um, what really kickstarted this conversation was, Mimo, I saw a LinkedIn post of yours and um, the first line of it said something like, um, here it is, when you've built this incredible bond with one of your partners, this happens. And it was a picture of this gorgeous display of Stemilt's new Ara Apple. You've got the balloons, you've got different kinds of signage, we've got the bulked and the bagged apples, um, just really textbook, beautiful merchandising. And so we'll come back to Ara specifically in a little bit. But I wanted to know, um, you guys have both been with your respective organizations for a while now. Um, what what is the history of, of you guys working together? Yeah, thanks, Ashley. Thanks for that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it dates back, I'd say, uh, probably 17 years ago. So 17 years ago, uh, we were dealing with a, um, a grower out of Washington State called Dolex Marketing. And uh, we had a relationship with them. And at, at that point, um, Longo specifically was just starting to work uh, directly with growers around around the world, specifically back then, really around around North America. So that was our one of, that was our first apple and pear uh, partnership that we had. Fast forward four years from there, Stemilt Stemilt acquires Dovex Marketing. So uh, what's interesting there is uh, I it was I believe it was March 2010, and it, I think it was the same week as the CPMA. So we 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 had a meeting in our store, or we were showing a vendor one of our stores, and who walks in is like the Stemilt group, and we knew who Stemilt was, but we were we were a small company then, so we, we we didn't deal with them. We dealt with you know smaller guys and and someone who who was who was able to supply us with what we need, and it was like really interesting that we have, you know, uh, West Tate, like every everybody was there. Okay. Two hours later, there's an announcement. Stemilt acquires Dolex Marketing. So it was it was it was pretty cool that the the family and the Stemilt team was in our stores as as this was happening, and and un, they understood that they were going to be taking on our account. So it was like great to see them how great to see how they saw us execute in store. So really, it starts you know a little bit before Stemilt, but I mean uh, the the partnership has grown into something that's just that's just incredible. So we're we're, we're super proud of that. Wow. And you mentioned the the time that has passed and the the size that your company was back then. How much have, have you all grown over the years? Because I imagine that's created all kinds of growth opportunities for you all in partnership as well. Yeah. So on the Stemilt side, there has been a lot of growth, you know, whether it's kind of extending our, our cherry season later um, to a lot of these new varietals. Um, organics has been a big growth area for us. And so all of those things are, are things that we get a partner with Longos and others on. And so it's exciting because as Mimo explained, you know, that long, long history, a lot of it's because of that connection point to both being, you know, hands-on types of businesses that really want to just execute well merchandise and promote products so people can enjoy more of them yeah for sure like on the longo side then we were 14 stores uh, actually then we were 16 stores now we're 38 and four on the way so uh we 
yeah, it's the the growth uh, the growth has been there, and it's and it's great that we have great partners like like Stemilto that can help us along the way. So. And Mimo, you mentioned kind of that that first you know moment that that you remember, kind of the start of that partnership. What have been some some different times or instances along the way, whether it's you know really cool projects or good things that have happened, or whether it's been you know difficult circumstances that you guys have been able to kind of weather together that have sort of helped um, cement that bond over the years? Yeah, um, yeah. There's so many to list, but uh, I'll, I'll start with a couple. One is once we built, once we continue, we continued on this journey as partners. Uh, you know, a few years, a few years in, uh, the Stemil team invited the Longos team to um, to Washington State to see their facilities, to see their their you know their 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 product in like right in front of us, right? And and we've never we've never really done that. And uh, at that at that point, anyways, now we, we do it often, which is, which is great. But we brought a handful of of we brought a few produce managers, we brought a few buyers. Um, we brought family members, like we brought one of our founders there. Uh, so we did the whole, we went in July, so we saw cherries. Um, we went through the orchards, but you know, there was nothing really growing yet. So uh, that was that was an incredible, incredible experience. And I think that created, that that's really created what we have today. Uh, you know, being, being, hopping in the van with the family, having Kyle with us for three days, Going to the compost facility and and just seeing how much effort is put into the product um, that the, that the family puts out and that, the, that all the companies put out is is just incredible. And just on that, it's such a good bond that I have two things on my desk. I brought I brought them into this room just to show you, but I have two things on my desk. One is Longo's purpose and vision and mission, and the other thing is this little guy. <laughs> and uh, there's there's no explanation about the passion that Kyle has for the business. And when I sit down on my desk, I look over, and, and it's something that I have instilled in me. And um, again, it's part of this partnership. It's everything we do is together and with the same goal. And 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 that's how you build partnerships. And that's where that's why we're here. So that really means a lot to us. I also have him in my desk um, area. And it. I do feel like, you know, obviously, I've been here for a while, but it is a special place. And so anytime that we can share that and, and, and form that like deeper relationship to the product, because is is really meaningful for us, because ultimately, Mimo and his team are the front lines with the consumer, right? And so their knowledge of our product and ability to merchandise it effectively and just heart for it is is going to make a difference in in the execution, which is which we're putting into their hands. So it's really important to us. Awesome. And what does this is a little bit more, you know, detailed question. What does it look like for you guys, your organizations, just to stay in touch? I mean, everything from kind of the cadence of communication throughout the year to is it email? Is it text? Is it phone calls? Is it scheduled meetings? Is it just kind of on the go? What What does that look like for you guys? Yeah. So on the category side and on the commodity side, the teams talk daily. So it doesn't matter what season they're talking daily, they're planning their week. So whether it's 
apples, pears, stone fruit, cherries, literally the team probably, I'd say they probably speak 300 days a year. And then over and above that is we have quarterly meetings, call them like uh, top to tops. We've sort of, we've sort of lost that over the last couple of years, just the way, the way it's been. And we're communicating more because now we're communicating on, we're communicating online. So those tops to tops have disappeared, but uh, we definitely need to get back to those. Um, we, we also talk um, before every season. So we do like a preseason uh, analysis to see, okay, what are we going to need? If there's any new products, et cetera. So we're always planning and then post season to say, okay, what worked, what didn't work. So then when we're, when we come back, we come back around, we have learnings when we have takeaways, right? So there's, there's, there's definitely a ton of communication. And then uh, on the marketing side, Brad, you could speak to it uh, probably better than I can. But I mean, our teams are always speaking to each other when it comes to uh, different promos, whether it's Happy Pear, Rave Apples, um, Cosmic Crisp, or or, uh, mm-hmm. or the new one that we just, just launched. Right? Yeah, we have a dedicated merchandising rep um, that kind of is that liaison on our side between the retailer and sales, right? So the 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 buyer and the salesperson at Stemil are communicating daily, like said, and then our merchandising manager is really trying to help facilitate programs. And Tim Harrington is just an amazing person. Um, he's when when they come out on tours, he is the the leader. Like you see, no other. He's one <laughs> yeah. of a kind. But what he's really really talented at is. He knows the store level and what it takes for them to build displays and get behind things. And so he's just really good at connecting those dots. Um, and luckily, the Longos team has been very recipro- reciprocal to all of that. So it's fun to partner with someone that wants to take it deeper and that's, and really put that storytelling on display. We've also partnered on social media type of things, helping their team have assets and, and it's it's just really fun to execute in that deeper level with a retailer. And I should have done this, but I didn't think at the time when I saw that photo of the, the R Apple to look on the Longo's website and see kind of what the representation looked like there too. But I'm, I'm guessing it was there as well. Brina, what does that look like to work with? Um, Cause maybe it's even more than the, the produce division there, but some of the marketing folks as well to kind of get some of those things lined up. Yeah, they're easy to work with, super easy. And that's what makes it really fun. Um, You know, with Aura, that was something that we had very little of. And so it was fun to be able to take it to to a few places, um, but really drive it with that merchandising, right? Because no one's ever heard of it, seen it, has no idea what it tastes like. And it's probably not going to be the cheapest price thing out there. So we really have to create some excitement around it. We were lucky that you guys went above and beyond in doing that. All right, Mimo, yeah, tell me what above and beyond looks like for uh, for the Ara debut there. Yeah, so again, it, it's <laughs> it starts like you don't just you don't just grow an apple, right? Like this this apple has been tested and it's been and it's been in the ground for a while, and and without our without our partnership, we don't become first to the table, right? We're first to the table for a reason because. You know the teams work great together. We execute. Um, you know we're, we will give feedback when it's when it's when the promotion is over, et cetera. So, you know both both teams win, and 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 that's really that's where it is. And we've done multiple 
promotions like this in the past, you know, either being first to market or it's a trial run, et cetera. Um, but I mean, this one, this one was special because um, we had a meeting. We were speaking about meetings before. So we had a meeting at, um, at um, IFPA in the fall. And, um, you know, there it's like um, that's where we made the call to say, we're going to exclusively sell this at Longos and we're going to do whatever it takes to, to make it a hit. Right. So now you're planning, you're planning, like you've planned already. And now, now it's like, okay, you have the finish line is six months away. And what does that look like? Right. So it's bringing the marketing teams together, making sure our in-store POS is, is, um, is printed, ready to go. Um, communicating to the stores on, on how we want the displays to look because we need to execute. Right. Um, and to Brianna's point, it's like it's not going to be the cheapest Apple, right? Normally, the new shiny and pretty thing is not is not the cheapest. So, uh, making sure we're communicating accordingly, and and also uh, we did some demos in store, right? Because if you can't taste the apple, it's going to taste like the old school Golden Delicious apple. <laughs> so this way here, it's like okay, this is something new and it tastes incredible, and you need to try it and and really bringing all those things together um, really, really creates a, a successful promotion. And I should, probably should have mentioned this before, but Brianna, tell us a little bit about the uh, the flavor profile of the new Apple. Because like I said, I was sold based on the beautiful display, but tell us what uh, what folks can expect when they actually try it down the yeah, line. Well, <laughs> well, Simone's been looking for an, a new yellow variety for quite some time. And so this one is a Honeycrisp by Aurora. Um, and kind of that flavor combination, just the, basically you have the fracture of a honey crisp with a really like pleasantly yellow apple, um, that's just super juicy and mellow flavored. It, it's kind of hard to describe, but, um, one of the people that I work with describes it as being Moorish. Like when you take a bite of it, you will want another one where unlike because it's not overly filling and it's just really refreshing and pleasant and sweet. So we're super excited about it. And, you know, it'll take a while to ramp up volumes of because that's that's the tough part about we don't get to just turn an on off switch with an apple orchard. It takes time, but it's something that we're really excited to grow of in the future. And I think like the success of the displays, those went all across the company and emails and all of that. And we're just like, wow, like, look, they brought it to life and there it is. And this is going to be a, a good one. Awesome. And Mimo, you mentioned the the kind of timeline from planning, like the decision, okay, we're going to, we're going to take this on, you know, this, this first, this first launch of it. Um, and then to get that to come to life, as Brianna said, in the stores, what does that communication structure look like for for the vision that you have um, to to actually happen at store level? Yeah, so we uh, we meet we meet biweekly with all our store teams, but we also communicate daily to our store teams. So the the store teams were aware that this was coming down the pipe again. Through the partnership we're planning ahead of we're planning ahead of time right we also meet in person uh all the produce managers and the and the buying team and the and the specialist team we meet quarterly so at our last we already had the pos developed we already knew the branding we already had all the characteristics of the apple so we we, we spoke to them they didn't physically eat it but we did they did 
they learned they did everything but physically eat the apple, right? So when it comes time to execute, we can execute in a in a shorter period of time because we've hit all those we've hit all those uh, moments ahead of time, right? Um, so yeah, through um, you know we send out sent out the POS. The store already knew it was coming, so they were aware. And through a conference call and through an execution guide, you know, a couple slides on a deck. It's like, okay, team, this is how we're going forward. Social media is going to hit on the Thursday before we go. We, we go on ad or, or or we have them in store. So, ton of planning. But I mean, um, if like anything else, if you if you plan ahead of time, your your execution is going to be as as flawless as possible, right? And uh, and our store teams do a fantastic job, and they're executing every day at the at the fullest. So it's it's great to be a part of. Sounds like there's a, a lot of moving parts in different formats to get that information across and give people chances to ask questions and different ways to communicate it. And it's it's a lot that goes on behind the scenes to, to, to make something like that happen. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, what are some other what are some other um, projects that are, are memorable for you guys uh, over the years between Longos and Stamel? What are some of your favorites? Well, one of mine is just how they've gotten behind the Little Snappers brand. Um, that is, you know, that was really the first kind of pouch bag introduction for apples. And so to make something new, successful, that's, it's, you're taking a risk and you're kind of putting yourself out there a little bit, but they've done phenomenal with that. And honestly, the whole Canadian marketplace is really responding to little snappers now. And so it's just, it just kind of goes to show that um, you have somebody that's willing to, you know, stick their neck out there on something and give it a try. <laughs> it it can go a long way. Um, we were just in a sales meeting yesterday and Longo's name came up of something else new we have cooking and how can we work with yeah. them on that? And so it's, it's fun to have a partner like that that really can't execute. Cause you know, sometimes just by sheer size alone, it, it makes it more challenging to get limited volumes of things through the system. Yeah. I, I think the advantage we have as an organization is, is like we're small enough that we can be nimble, but we're large enough to create an impact. So when, in this case, the Milt is partnering with us. They understand like the new and shiny. You're not, never going to have a ton of volume. You have a little bit of it. And who's gonna who's gonna bring that to? You got to build a relationship so you understand who's gonna bring that to market the way you want to. And I think that's where we we see eye to eye. And you know we've had um, I seen the back the, the happy pair. So that's actually an incredible pair. It's grown grown locally in Ontario, and we brought it to market. We, we literally brought it to market when I think there was a handful of trees and we had like 30 cases. I remember year one, we had 30 cases. It was delivered to a store in the back of a pickup truck and like, and, and, and that's how we execute. And, and it's like, um, you know, you build these partnerships and, and you're, you're with your partner till the end. However it needs to work, you, you make it work. Right. And that, and that has developed over the last three, four years that is, that has developed. And, and that fall promotion is amazing. We do Skylar raise in the summer, Again, uh, years ago when, when they were just coming to market, you know, first to market. And then it's like, oh, we're trying a, uh, we're trialing a new package. It's going to be a one pounder. It's going to be a dome. Can you try it out this mm -hmm. season? And we continue, to, we continue to do that and we continue to communicate. And, you know, we learn from it. The stability learns from it. Um, 
and we just keep pushing forward. And yes, there's something else coming up in the next few weeks. So we're excited. We're excited about that. <laughs> Excellent. And Mimo, you mentioned, you know, learning from each other. What kind of information and resources are are most valuable for you guys to be able to exchange? Um, yeah, first and foremost, I think it's just uh, communication in general. Like both teams communicate often. Uh, we have great rapport. The team comes to see us all the time. Like Tim, Tim's in the U.S., but he's not too far away. And he literally hops in his car and drives north to Longos. <laughs> And uh, and it's and it's uh, great. Like over and above seeing the team at trade shows, we see the team throughout the season, which is fantastic, right? We're, if we're executing an ad and and we already know that it's going to be a big ad, like the team comes to see it live in person, right? So that's that's priceless. If 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 you don't have that, you don't you don't have like you don't have anything, right? Relationships and, and pros is, is is really what what the whole industry is, is made up of. And then we bring our team there, and we. We learn like hands hands on, and then that comes to our store teams and our team members are are, are pushing that down onto the guests, right? So the more information that you know, we continue to communicate, the more information, the better, and and that's what just drives everything, drives everything forward. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Like it's all about the relationship, and you know, oftentimes um, during challenging crops or you know inflationary times, pandemics, all of those things the retailer and the grower really facing the same challenges, you know? And so I think having that, that knowledge really helps. Um, and Glongos has been incredible at introducing new things in new ways through their like, why not try program? Um, really just kind of thinking outside the box when, when the traditional ways of doing things are, weren't possible. So for us, it's really just kind of about like leaning into that relationship, learning from them and hopefully teaching them some things about our products so that they can execute along the way. And Brandy, you mentioned, you know, not being afraid to try new things in a why not try program. Mimo, can you give us some background on that? Yeah, for sure. This this, this program dates back, uh, I don't know, probably 17 years or, or, or 17 years ago or so. Um, and, and at Longos, we're always trying to innovate. We're always trying to differentiate ourselves in the marketplace. So uh, originally, the program was called "Ask Me About." So it was a it was a button a button campaign. So the team members would wear buttons that said, you know, "Ask me about Atuhufo mangoes" or "Ask me about okra," and it would create an engage the engagement between our guests and our team members. And then we would uh, have a big display with some information on it. It evolved from there to the Why Not Try program where we're telling our guests, why not try okra or rave apple or, um, you know, Skylar Ray cherries. And that is a demo program that we do in-house where we're, we're demoing the product um, for our guests on the weekend. So it's, uh, you know, it's normally it's normally in our print ads in our circular and um, we're, we're highlighting the product and, you know, different attributes about the product. And then the the connection is made at store level where you have these big displays and you have a demo going on. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a great program. Uh, the good thing is it's not third party. It's our own team that's doing it. So execution is, uh, is a lot better. And the teams, you know, they're subject matter experts in produce. So they, they know what they're selling versus a third party demo company. That's just giving out samples. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's uh yeah, it's a great program. 
And I think we've done some like single apple boxes through your grocery gateway channel too, which really helps introduce like a new product, like a cosmic crisp to shoppers that, you know, aren't buying through the traditional format. Yeah. Yeah. However, we can, we can educate our guests and uh, continue to increase consumption is, uh, you know, we'll we'll do, we'll do it all and we'll make sure we're we act. (laughs) And fill us in on grocery gateway also, Mimo. Yeah, Grocery Gateway is a it's a 25-year-old online delivery business that we do um we do internally. We have a separate fulfillment center and we're 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 delivering uh, pretty much our entire our entire grocery shop uh, to uh neighboring markets around our around our area. Very cool. I mean, 25 years doing online delivery, that's it's predating our current e-commerce, right? <laughs> Yeah. 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 I guess in Canada, we were the pioneers and, uh, you know, we went from fulfillment center to store pick and then back to fulfillment center. Um, but yeah, we've been doing it. Uh, we've been doing it quite a while. Excellent. Well, let's see. Oh yeah. I was going to ask one more thing. I think I can't remember Mimo, if it was you or Brianna who mentioned it at the top, but this idea of you really want your store level folks to be able to be advocates for the product, right? And so get them the information about it, you know, let them try it ideally, you know, all those kind of things. How do you all try to make that the case for as many items as, as possible, but not have it be overwhelming, if that makes sense? Yeah, so I'll speak to Longo specifically, but I know that Brand has got, they do a ton of work with their like, um, bringing teams out to their facilities so she can speak to that. But internally at Longos, we really try to bring our store teams to our grower partners. So um, we've, we've done, you know, trips to California where we're, we're bringing 50 team members, seeing 11 of our grower partners driving through the Valley and, and back down the coast for like five days. And, and the, the impact it has on the team members and the impact that it has on our guests because what happens is they're coming back with all that information and they're in our stores, you know, they were working 40 hours a week. They're in our stores and all they're doing is talking to our guests. Right. So that, that becomes, they become ambassadors of the brand and also ambassadors of our partners brands. Right. So we do that in California. We do that uh, with the milk in the, in the Northwest. Um, We do it up the East coast. We do it locally. Um, So really, really sort of, you know, creating that emotional connection with our team to con- continue to to, uh, to to promote produce to our guests. Yeah, and I, I would just echo that. I mean, I think for us, it's just about building an ambassador one person at a time, right? So if you can see it and feel it and, and pick it, <laughs> we've, we have people picking cherries when they're here. Um, you're just going to think about it differently. And so really helping find ways that we can share the stories and the people that are behind our fruits is really what's most meaningful about our work. I do think there is that balance between, you know, there's a ton of apples out there and not every single one can get that same level of attention and detail. So we try to keep it interesting with people like Longos through some display contests, sales contests, you know, different things each month, um, just really changing up the merchandising. So it stays unique for the shopper too. So there is a balance to be had there, but um, I feel like the partnership has done a great job of finding that. Awesome. 
Well, folks, do you think uh, anything that I should have asked that I didn't or anything you you all would like to add before we wrap it up? No, I just, yeah, I appreciate uh, being on the call. And um, yeah, thanks, thanks. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, nothing more to add. Thanks for having us, though. Wonderful. Well, thank you all again. And thank you to our listeners. And we will see everybody back next week on the Produce Retail Podcast. <laughs>